Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Spin What is up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. Skip me, Sarah. Two Americans living in Sweden, talking about omelets. Let's go! Why are we talking about omelets? No, Did you have an omelet no. for breakfast? <laughs> no, you know what we should talk about, though? If there was any food we would talk about, it would be... Barbecue, because this episode is brought to you by Brisket and Friends, <laughs> the best barbecue in Stockholm. <laughs> Go to Brisket and Friends with three locations. You can enjoy great barbecue. Yeah. All and right, when yeah. you get there, don't forget to ask for the Sven FL special. Yeah. Ask for the Sven FL special. Just so that you can experience that weird look on their face. And they go, huh? Because that's how we're going to get it. That's how I am convinced that that's how we're going to get the sponsorship. Yeah. Having like people go in. Reaching people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, football's back. I, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I woke up at 2 30 and didn't go back to sleep. Right. I was like, huh? Football's on. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> reach over you got the glass of water on the nightstand <laughs> football put, put me in coach i'm ready <laughs> yep i lumbered into the uh living room uh which reminds me that those of you that are in europe and are using the zone they are really making it hard for uh an establishment like ourselves that use the uh, same account to watch at the same time it's just impossible unless you're under the same network so that we got to figure out if anybody has a way around that let us know i if i have a lot of gripes with 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 the zone that's one of them the other one as we've spoken about privately mm-hmm. is that you can't pause live tv like that's a i mean they yeah. they literally advertise this as like one of the perks of NFL Plus, they oh you can pause it and go take a piss and you don't miss anything. You know what I mean? And it's like yeah. they won't they won't let you pause live TV. It's like what the fuck? I, I, it's dumb. It's fucking yeah, dumb. I, and yeah, and I don't know why that is not. I can't think of a good reason why that would be. They claim that it's it has something to do with a. It's like a rights issue, which doesn't make sense to me. No. Um, Because no. you can pause it. Like once it's ha- – like if you watch – like I I usually watch Good Morning Football sometimes in the afternoon uh, after it's already aired. Right. Uh, and when my work day is over, uh, I'll sit down and watch like, you know, the first couple of blocks of Good Morning Football. And 
you know, as long as it's already aired and it's just up there, you can pause that. You just can't pause anything that's live. Yeah. Um, we also have to begin by saying that we, uh, as this podcast, as FNFL, um, went through what we call the ultimate, ultimate weekend. <laughs> I don't know if I want to call it that. We'll come up with something. But uh, your college team won. Which happens very handily, quickly. handily, yeah. <laughs> and and my college team won, and in a very exciting game. game. That yeah. was great. I mean, the Bulldogs. We beat Ball State. That was like, who yeah. the fuck is Ball yeah. State? Uh, you guys. We beat Texas A and M. You guys got into a little bit of a, a, a yeah. fist fight. That was hot. That was a good game. Yeah. So so there was that, and then our pro teams won. Uh. On the same day. It's like... I feel like this uh, may have never happened. Yeah. We should call it the uh, the Spinefell Bukaki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All of our teams uh, came at the right time. Just Showed like an, ab- an absolute truckload cum shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like that better. We'll call it the ATC. Yeah. <laughs> we experienced an ATC, an absolute truckload cum shot. Yeah. And uh, uh, we can go through it now, though. Um, the, uh, f- the 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 results from Flip 'em Pick 'em. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. So I can let you know. Just it, the the it, it started out bad for me. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it was looking. It, it was not looking good. Uh, I did terrible in the early window. Um, but then I it sort of evened out for me in the late window and. Obviously Sunday night and and Monday night football, um, but you took week one nine to seven. Oh, okay, nine to seven. Yeah, All right. but in the early window, I think I only got one game right. Damn, <laughs> I got absolutely yeah. Boat you raced got all of the in the upsets, early window. Man. I'm looking at it now. Damn. Yeah, man. Should we start going through it? You want to start us off, man, with the uh, <clears throat> the the Thursday night game? Let's do it. How about these fucking Lions walking into Arrowhead Stadium week one, game one, Chiefs raising their Super Bowl banner for all the world to see, but Dan Campbell and his army of kneecap hunters snatch the (laughs) dub late in the fourth quarter and say, it ain't just hype. We here to play, son. Oh, Mm. my God. They beat them 21 to 20. Uh, I mean, I guess you have to start by saying no Travis Kelsey. Obviously, yeah, due to a hyperextended knee injury, no oh, Chris they Jones. They said it a million times during the game. <laughs> no, no Chris Jones, yeah, who to the contract dispute, which is stupid. Who awkwardly was just sitting in the stands watching Looking the game. Like Tom Brady. <laughs> I was like, uh, you know, uh, Mahomes. I you have to say Mahomes definitely played his ass off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, doing as much as he could possibly do going. 21 for 39, 226 yards, two touchdown passes. He led the team in rushing yards, uh, which tells you there was definitely a problem there. Mm -hmm. Um, The interception he threw threw was not even close to his fault. Uh, Kadarius Toney probably had the worst night. Not just an interception, a pick six. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, it went right through his hands like it was a buttered turkey. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and Lions DB Brian Branch 
um, took it all the way to the house for his first ever NFL pick six and his first ever NFL game. Wow. Um, rookie out of Alabama, wow. which is yeah. not entirely his fault. Um, uh, because it turns out <laughs> he is, uh, he is also turns out to be my man from Fayetteville, Georgia. Let's go. Oh my God. How about that? I, I don't, uh, for those of you listening, I don't have the soundboard <laughs> today. We're recording from home and I, the soundboard's in the studio. <laughs> But just so you know, that would have been a at least one. Which is a shame because we're just getting started, baby. There, uh, there, some bulldogs showed out this week. Some okay. bulldogs showed out this week. <laughs> but what you feel uh, after this game, man? You know, I, I feel like, like uh, uh, take all of that. You know, everyone's like, oh, if Kelsey played, the Chiefs would have won. If Chris Jones played, the Chiefs would have won. Uh, if they hadn't have dropped all those passes, uh, Chiefs would have won. But they didn't. If if was the fifth, we'd all be drunk. Exactly. And if uh, if my aunt had nuts, she'd be my uncle. Be my uncle, yeah. So <laughs> honestly, from the Lions' perspective, you you kind of have to. You, this is a legitimate win. Golf was was very steady. Um, twenty two for mm-hmm. thirty five, two hundred fifty three yards, a touchdown, no picks. Amon Ross St. Brown was a monster as expected. Um, You know, this guy had a beautiful touchdown catch on a, on a 14 play 91 yard drive that included a fake punt that they converted for a first down from behind their own 20 yard line. Um, I mean, that's, that's some stones Um, or fear. True. (laughs) But, But I also think, you know, we, we may be kind of, I, I mean, I think we're, we're both of the same opinion that we're a little on the fence regarding like, is Dan Campbell yeah. a, re- a good coach or not? Um, you know, and that's one of those things where you, 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 you take your chances, you know what I mean? If you, if you, you make, you convert that fourth down, you look like a genius. Right. If you don't, everyone's like, okay, what, what, is this guy going to get fired before the end of the season? You know what I mean? Yeah. But he, he he did it. And then obviously the pick six uh, right after halftime uh, certainly helped them out. Um, and then David Montgomery, who, you know, had a fairly quiet game until the end. I mean, he scores the game-winning touchdown on a beautiful run where it was just like, I'm taking this thing up the gut and I'm going to yeah. fucking run everybody over who's in my way. Uh, yeah, and and they take the lead. Um, so wait, their first know, round pick didn't do much. The running back they picked in the first round, he didn't. I mean, he okay. So I'm he he didn't. Um, he certainly didn't do as much as I thought he would. But yeah. he did show. I think you saw a lot of team. You know, this the theme of week one is that you know, ever since they took away that fourth preseason game. Um, week one feels like the final preseason game, you know, where you got a lot yeah, of teams we'll that just more about that. Yeah, don't yeah, look yeah. ready or they haven't, the starters are literally playing for the first time in week one. Um, but I saw some things from him where you can tell what they want to do with him for the rest of the season. And I, I think he's going to be, I think everything's going to be fine with that kid. I think he's oh, going to, nice. Jameer, yeah. Jameer Gibbs, I think is going to be, he's going to be a problem. Um, I think both teams are going to be all right. You know what I mean? I think we're everybody can stay in the middle instead mm. of going too nuts for the Detroit or or going 
oh shit panic button for the Chiefs. It's like right. game one. Let's keep it all, keep it moving. Exactly. Right? But the part of this game that I think gets slept on a little bit is the fact that the Falcons won this game because their defense stepped the fuck up, which is not something you can the normally Falcons. say. I, I I meant to say the Lions. Damn. Um, their the Lions defense played great. They 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 did not get right. any sacks, but um there wasn't a single Kansas City rusher that got over 45 yards. They held the Chiefs to under 4 yards per carry. Hutchinson was living in the backfield, forcing Mahomes to make difficult decisions. Uh yeah. and Hutchinson was, and in, was the he stood out the most for me, man. Absolutely. And in the second half yeah. And in the second half, they they held Mahomes to only uh 12 targets to wide receivers for a total of 12 yards. Wow. The Chiefs were 0-7 on third downs in the second half. Um, you know, it was just – it was a great performance. And some people, obviously, after the game, claim that the, um, you know, the, the right tackle for the Chiefs was basically cheating all night long. Yes, lined up was. like Lined up like a wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, he was lined up more uh, than a yard off the line of scrimmage. He's supposed to have his – I learned that. I didn't know that, that his uh, – is it helmet to the hips or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Something, it was something like that. He was like a yard behind that just because – and Hutchinson was still beating him. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they they finally got him on a hold. Like, he was holding too. They finally got him later in the game. But it was like, man, how much of an advantage does this guy get? <clears throat> yeah, it, it, the you know, it was one of those things where you had to realize that it's also week one for the referees. Uh, yeah. It's it, this this crew, I don't remember who it was. It's not Jerome Boger, for everyone who remembers my rant from last year. Uh he has retired. Ooh. So so we no Good. longer have to we no longer have to be on Jerome Boger watch. Um but I don't know who this crew was, but they had a rough night. Uh yeah. yeah. But the but the the team that should have won won. And uh congrats to the Lions, but I'm not that scared for the Chiefs. I'm not worried either. Uh, I picked the Chiefs to win this game. I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, so you won this one. Um, nice. In the next game, you picked the Falcons to beat the Panthers. And how about them Falcons taking it yeah, 24 man. to 10? I mean, okay. We'll start with the positive first. Okay. Um, because I want to talk about this first touchdown of the 2023 20, season for the Falcons and my man, rookie Bijan Robinson, his first touchdown, putting the dude on skates. Ooh, yeah. Putting the dude on skates and then just yeah. blasting his way through two guys who were trying to tackle him. I mean, he's got a pop to his run. I really like him. He's got a pop. He's got a cut. He's got, yeah. I mean, he's, he's got all the tools that you could possibly want. Um, but uh, it, hmm? that entire backfield, like Algier, is nothing to shake a stick at either, man. I I I did not know how n- nobody really knew how the Falcons were planning on using these two weapons going into the season. I think everybody assumed they were just gonna lean on Bijan and and Algier would be a bit of an afterthought. And that did not turn out to be the case in this game. Algier mm-hmm. had a monster game. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. It took a little too long for the Falcons to make me feel like we had this one in the bag. Um, yeah. The PTSD. Yeah, they, came to fight. they came to play, man. <clears throat> they did. The PTSD levels <laughs> were running high. Uh, as Yo, it full like- disclosure, full disclosure. Mm. We at my home, 
we mm. were sitting here watching, and uh, it turns out everybody who was watching also listens to Svenafell. Mm. And they were all waiting for uh, a next gen stat to come up so we could take a picture of it <laughs> and send it to you. <laughs> no matter what part of the game, we were going to take a picture and send you the next gen stat saying that y'all were going to win just to mess with you. And we we're going to all send it to you at the same time. That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) But it never came up, man. Thank God. It came up in one of the other games later. Yeah, yeah, we saw that. I think it came up in the Saints game or something. And Isak and I both started laughing. I was like, I don't even, please don't cut to the Falcons (laughs) game right now. I don't even want to know. Yeah, that was was great. But thanks in large part, honestly, to Jesse Bates third. This man played his ass off. Yeah. Um you know, he just Same he had a hell of a game. Somebody, I forget who it was to commentate in your game, but they had a good point, man, that mistakes are gonna happen, but repeat mistakes is what you don't want. And that's what happened with the throwing the same type of pass, the same type of stare down, and mm. gets the route jumped twice. Uh so hopefully he can have some film time and learn from it. Absolutely. Uh because he he was he he definitely made the mistake of throwing two interceptions to Jesse Bates the third, mm-hmm. uh, and then he, he also Jesse Bates also forced a fumble uh, late. Um, that was recovered by my man, former Bulldog Lorenzo Carter, which was nice. Um, <clears throat> interestingly enough, I think it's funny because I feel like the Panthers lost this game because they leaned too much on Bryce Young, the rookie QB. Um, who, you know, despite hanging in there, kind of looks like he's not ready to come out of the oven yet. Um, and then the Falcons coincidentally won this in part because Arthur Smith decided to play around his quarterback, uh, mm. who, who, despite the victory, you know, I mean, yeah. it's just kind of, I mean, he only attempted 18 passes in the game. He's 15 for 18, uh, 115 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Um, not a single target to uh, Drake London, which no, did you I think see? It was knocked away, right? Wasn't it deflected or something? Uh, no, according to the stat sheet, there he no didn't have a single. He had zero targets. Maybe there was a penalty or something. And they asked Arthur Smith about this after the game. He's got one target. I'm looking here. Oh, does he? Okay, he has. Yeah, I remember uh, saying, and uh, when I watched it back. Oh, maybe they switched it because after the game, directly after the game, he he was he was uh, listed as having zero targets, and someone a reporter asked him after Arthur Smith after the game because you know Desmond Ritter threw a pass that got batted and yeah, Ritter caught it, yeah. so he got one time. And so someone asked him, "Is like, does it concern you that your quarterback has one more target than your star wide receiver?" And uh-huh. Arthur Smith like snapped at this guy and was like, "You know what? We'll leave that for the, all those idiots who fuck who all they care about is fantasy football." He's like, "All we care about is that we got the dub." Next question. Ooh, <laughs> let him know, Arthur. <laughs> all right. What's the next game? Or did you have uh, more to say about this game? No, I'm just glad we got out of it with a win. I, I, this is exactly. Sometimes just, that's what. Sometimes you play to win. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you, you get the tie. tie. And, <laughs> a lot of lot of football, football to be played. A lot, lot of football to be played. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> then we got the uh, Panthers. I mean, not Panthers. I'm sorry, the Texans and the Ravens. 
No, actually, next up we have the Bengals and the and the Browns are the next ones okay. on my list. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, 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 you're right. The Battle of Ohio, oof, the Browns continued their dominance over the Bengals in the Joe Burrow era. Burrow is one for five versus the Browns. Um, and this, after getting the bag, which we'll talk about in the next episode when we do some news stuff, um, might be the worst performance of Joe Burrow's career. Mm. Um, I mean, the weather was terrible. So there's that. Um, Burrow could not connect with his wide receivers, and Miles Garrett and company were just absolutely terrorizing them all night long. Um, Burrow was 14 for 31 with only 82 yards passing. I, I mean, I don't even know what to say, man. Jamar only had 39 yards, Tyler Boyd had 10, T. Higgins had eight targets. For exactly yeah. zero yards. Um, Chase had zero yards too, right? No, Chase had 39 yards. Oh, 39 yards. Oh, yeah. that's what I um, And to me, yeah. the worst part about this is that our guy, who we both love, Big Lou Anarumo, the Bengals' defensive coordinator, I mean, yeah. they gave the offense all the time they needed to yeah. warm up and get their yeah, shit together. Like, can you do it now? Can you do it? It's like we're just waiting for them to finally wake up and they never Because it's up. not like the Browns were good. You know no. what I mean? Like Deshaun Watson looked average. He was doing that. Remember last year he threw a lot of balls in the dirt? Into he the was ground, doing yeah. that. That's he did that a lot. a sign that it's the end of somebody's, like if you think of these quarterbacks, especially mobile quarterbacks, Yep. they start throwing it in the dirt. You got uh, Cam Newton, uh, Donovan McNabb. Yep. Which, of course, you know, that was kind of what turned the, the game in their favor. You know, Watson got that rushing touchdown right before the half. Yeah. And I kept thinking the Bengals would sort themselves out at the half, but yeah. that just did not happen. Um, you know, my man, former Bulldog Nick Chubb, quietly went about his business and had 106 <laughs> rushing yards without yeah. anyone really paying any attention to it. It was kind of a boring game. Uh, it, yeah. Honestly, I think it was it was, it was was all about Miles Garrett. It's, and, man, was he in his – Man, he in his element. Like, did you see that clip of him where he's like he's dancing right before the snap? No, he's like he's up at the line and he's just like he's waiting for the snap and he's like he's swaying back and forth. Like, he's oh like, wow! And then as soon as the ball gets snapped, he makes a move, cuts around the defender, and he's all up in Burrow's face. It's just Damn, like, that's some Roy Jones type shit. <laughs> he was just out there having fun, bro. Wow, that's uh, good, man. Uh, and and it just you really hope for uh, Deshaun Watson for things to work out, right? Yeah, you know how could you not root <laughs> for that guy? <laughs> it's so funny like he's like dancing and everybody you can see the guilt in everybody <laughs> all uh. the fans are just like yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh terrible but if performance. they win you want him to win like that sure Where it's not on his back type of thing i don't know it, it, we'll, yeah. i get i'm over it i'm over it i mean it whatever it's a it, it, it the bengal's Again, much like the Chiefs, this is a way worse performance, in my opinion, than the yeah. Chiefs. Um, this is concerning, but it was like this last year too. Yeah, week one, though, I think he threw like a like four picks in week one yeah. or something like that. So it's like I'm not too worried about them. Um, no. But the schedule is not their friend. I mean, like next week they play the Ravens, so. Mm. It's not like yeah, imagine going zero for zero and two in the division. That's yeah. not a good good start. No, it's there's there's very little margin for error here. So they yeah. need to get their shit together right now. Yeah. Um. Next up, we got the Jags 
beating the Colts thirty-one to twenty-one. Um, barely. It felt like I was. I felt like barely when we were watch when I was watching and we had pushed our mm. <laughs> victory to nine point five in the bet. Yeah, and they su- they secured it at the end of the game, and then the Colts instead of kicking a field goal. They went for it on fourth down, and that's how we won that bet. So it felt good. It was a really fun way to watch that. Yeah, but I, uh, I would not s- fun. Not fun in any other way, though. I would say that on the Colts end, um, Anthony Richardson, his performance was both interesting and predictable. Mm-hmm. He was exactly what we thought he was going to be. Periodically yep. dynamic, might win you a game or two at some point. Um, but could also be a real liability at times and will certainly get himself injured if he doesn't learn how to slide instead of insisting on taking all those hits. Um, He went 24 for 37, 223 yards passing, one touchdown uh, pass and one rushing touchdown. And my favorite stat of the entire night, former Florida Gator Anthony Richardson throws his first ever NFL-ception Interception to my man, former Bulldog, Tyson Campbell. <laughs> Cue up the grapefruit. Back up the truck. <laughs> the fact that this man is not done throwing potential interceptions to former Bulldogs, it just helps me sleep at night. I love it. Um, <laughs> the Jags got off to a great start. T-Law and his newest associate, Mr. Calvin Ridley. Yeah. That shit was fire. Uh, Ridley has not played a game in almost two years. Dude shows up with eight catches for 101 yards and touchdown. 11 targets. Yeah. He was looking for him, man. Wow. Yeah. T-Law and looked it, good. Uh, yeah. He looked good. He looked good. Yeah. Um, good. No Jonathan Taylor was a real problem for the Colts, obviously. Uh, Richardson was their leading rusher with 40 yards. Um. Deion Jackson, who was supposed to be their competent backup, had only 14 yards on 13 carries, uh, and he fumbled the ball away to the Jags twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, who else had a – Zay Jones had a fucking crazy-ass catch in this game too. Yeah, man, the touchdown. Yeah, where he was diving he to the back of the end zone. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's he he's like, holding the ball with yeah. one hand. Ooh. Yeah, it's beautiful. My mom uh, even went nuts for that one. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, she was like, whoa! <laughs> she don't know anything about football. We had, a well, real rookie, we had a real rookie moment in this game. The Jags nearly blew this on a bizarre play that is definitely a learning experience for Jags rookie running back Tank Bigsby. Um, it was a fumble on an attempted pass by T-Law. Oh, yeah. Bigsby picks it up, and he doesn't go down. Um, and heads-up play by the Colts. Dude comes up and punches it Buckner. out of his hands. And uh, yeah, and then then took it to the house and had the twenty one seventeen lead. That it, you know, in college, if you on a play like that, once you've essentially given yourself up, the play is is dead. Yeah, um, same college. And he didn't know there was another play in the we'll get to later. Another college play that fucked the New England Patriots, which was interesting. Um, yeah. But shout out to DeForest Buckner, man. I like that dude. I do like that dude too. Um, but you know, hey, T Law, to his credit, he pulled his boys together, he got his associates going, they marched down the field, <laughs> ten play drive, five and a half minutes. Um, and they gave the rookie Tank Bigsby a chance to redeem himself. And the kid goes out there and scores the game winning touchdown. Um yeah. 
So shout out to him. Travis at the end um, had a had a pretty nice game too, um, and all was well in in the Redneck Riviera, known as Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. They they took care of their business. Yeah, man. Then mm-hmm. we had, had uh, who who picked that one? I know you picked you picked the Jags to win, and you yeah. were correct. Uh, next up, I picked the Vikings to beat the Bucks because why would you do that? <laughs> I mean, everybody knew that the Vikings were going to beat the Bucks. Yeah, man. Um, but they didn't know. They did not know. They yeah, did they not, did not know like that, that it was all hail the greatness of White Geno and his band of angry defensive <laughs> linemen who actually won this game for him. Uh, yeah. The Baker Mayfield era in Tampa Bay began um, not quite with a bang, but he got the job done when he needed to. He was 21 Mike for 30. Evans, man. Yeah, he had a good thing going with Mike Evans. Um, he had two, two, you know, Baker Mayfield threw two touch, two, two nice touchdown passes. He didn't throw any picks, which you know is See? saying something for him. Um, me off. I ain't right back though. But honestly, he should. If he had said that, if he had leaned, <laughs> if he did that, I would be like, "What is happening?" Uh, but no, honestly, what, what if he what if he said it with proper English? They wrote me back, but I haven't returned the letter. Yet. I was, I have hence been forth written off, but I have made the uh, calculated decision to not scribe Return. back. Scribe. <laughs> <laughs> we got all Shakespearean on it. Uh, Devin White and the Buccaneers D. Man, I mean they they just absolutely murdered the Vikings run game, only allowing forty one total rushing yards. Um, they sat cousin cousins twice, uh, and both times he fumbled the ball away in the process. Uh, he, he also threw a pick. Threw a pick too. Yeah, he definitely didn't like that. Um, besides Justin Jefferson, Jefferson still had 150 yards. Yeah, besides him, that was what I was going to say 150 yards on nine catches. Uh, outside of that, the Vikings' offense was just a complete no show. Um, well, I, Joy, rookie Jordan Addison had a nice day. He had yeah. 61 yards and a touchdown. He looked good. He looked as advertised. Yeah. Um, but overall, um, you know, for what was one of the best shows in town last year, these Vikings looked very disappointing. I, I was thought. surprised that that defense gave up 20 points to the Bucks, man. Mm-hmm. I was turnovers, man. Be, turnovers. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. You put them in turnovers. You, I mean, you, you get two sack fumble recoveries, and you're you're in business. You yeah, know what I mean? They were lighting him up, man. Yeah. Who picked the next mm. one? You, right? uh, next no, up, me. you can just assume that you got everything right. Uh, oh, actually, no. <laughs> this one. This was the one game I got right. I I picked. No, uh, you picked no. The sorry. Vikings. You I picked, picked the, the Saints. You picked the Titans. I mean, I picked the Titans. Yeah, and you I got picked it wrong. the Titans to beat the Saints. Uh, the Saints beat the Titans sixteen to fifteen. Um, yeah, this was one of those where it was like, do not adjust your television set. DeAndre right. Hopkins is a Titan, and Derek Carr is a Saint. It's true, um, but there uh, things have changed. But there's one thing that has not changed, and that's that Ryan Tannehill sucks big, <laughs> giant donkey balls. <laughs> This man, man he was bad. It, he is the sole reason for the loss. Normally, you can't just put it on them. They held him. They held him to what? 16, 17 points. No, 16 points. They held the Saints to 16 points. Mm. And 
couldn't win because Tannehill just repeatedly over and over just kept giving him the ball back. 16 for 34, 198 yards, zero touchdowns, and three picks. Um, and very nearly threw two more. Um, all their points came from field goals. Uh, Derrick Henry was average at best. Only 63 yards on 15 carries. They targeted D-Hop 13 times because Tannehill, you know, he he couldn't hit the broad side of a barn with a beach ball. The dude was terrible. He was um, – and on a night where the Saints weren't even really that impressive. No. Right? Saints run game was like shit. They were trying to kind of figure it out. Taysom Hill getting a deep pass. Like, what? The run was game like, was shit. Carr got yeah. sacked four times. Michael Thomas was back, but wasn't really relevant. Chris Olave continues to be the only interesting player on the Saints roster. Um, if anything happens to him, this team is going to spiral just yeah. completely out of existence. Um, this, this, if we had the soundboard, this would be the Brady. That's just a lot of bad football out there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it was just it was bad. Both teams looked. Looks, I liked like, uh, Rashid Shahid. He was fun. He was fun. I liked him too. He was kind of fun last year, but they didn't use him much. I'm yeah. I'm curious what they're going to do when uh, as the season's yeah, moving yeah. forward. I feel like they might be a sneaky team, but the fact that I, I just I just it's hard to not think that that coach is going to hold them back. Hey, everyone's out here dunking on the NFC South. Uh, we got a three way tie for first place, baby. Let's go. week one baby (laughs) there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Then we had a pretty shocking result. Okay. Next up, I picked the Steelers to beat the 49ers. In an upset is what you thought. And I got to say that these 49ers are making it very difficult for me to continue trash-talking Kyle Shanahan. It's really annoying. I came, um, I came around this season, man. Come on, join us. It, it, it's super annoying. They, they were The 49ers were one of the few teams in the early window that was firing on all cylinders from the Ready. get-go. Ready. Uh, McCaffrey was a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, 22 carries for... 152 yards and a touchdown. And I read somewhere yesterday, I don't remember the exact number, but it was something like, I think over a hundred of those yards were after contact. Wow. I mean, this man, 
Purdy was solid. He was his advertised 19 for 29, 220, uh, two touchdowns. Ayuk was laughing at the defense. Ayuk, yuk, yuk. Ayuk had a night, son. Yeah. I don't know if you can have a more perfect night. The guy had eight targets, eight receptions, 129 yeah. yards, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. I mean, yeah. And the second one, a, a combination between a, an amazing catch mm-hmm. and the most picture perfect pass you could possibly make. Like you yeah. couldn't put that pass anywhere else and it'd be He's a the catch. Best quarterback in football, man. I don't know if you know where he was drafted. But uh, no, he, I'm just kidding. <laughs> did you see all the stats from yesterday? This kid is like in in regular season games. He's he's still yet to lose a game. Uh, Brock Purdy uh, he, is. He started the game they lost though in the playoffs. Oh, you said a regular season. Okay. I'm saying a regular regular season play. The kids. He's never. He's ne- he still has yet to mm-hmm. lose a game. All right, enough. Of it. Okay. Um. <clears throat> anyway, the Steelers, on the other hand, it was terrible. Thirty-one for forty-six, two hundred thirty-two yards, a touchdown, and two picks. Uh, they only had 41 total rushing yards. Najee Harris was a non-factor. Mm. Deontay Johnson, who I thought was going to go crazy in this game, did very little and then had to leave with a hamstring injury. Um, yeah, I saw that, man. My man, former Bulldog, George Pickens, had one circus catch, but he didn't get his feet inbound, so it didn't count. TJ Watt was the only thing you could say. He's the only player on the on the Steelers that that looked ready to go. Dude had three sacks all by himself. But I mean, um, you, you bring up the rushing yards, but they got behind early. They became one dimensional. Pickett threw mm-hmm. it forty six times, mm-hmm. so of course they couldn't run to stay in it. So look, they only tried to run it ten times, mm-hmm. and one of them is Pickett. So that might have been just a play that fell apart, and he had to just scramble for four yards. You know what I mean? So. I don't know, man. I wouldn't panic too much, especially considering how the Steelers are. Mm. Uh, but I think maybe the 49ers are just that fucking good. I mean, the, the defense is, is legit. I mean, they really are. It's the best roster in the game, bro. They they really are. I mean, the, you know, the line, I mean, they sacked Pickett, I think, five times. And then... You know, obviously, Drake Greenlaw, uh, Talanoa Hufunga. Yeah. They were like, you shall not pass. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's not happening. Um, I mean, it was lights out from the first snap, in my opinion. Yeah. It was was ugly. The next game, I picked the Washington Commanders to beat the Cardinals, and I Mm. was right, but... Barely. Not so much. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a. Yeah. But I mean, I guess you have to say it wasn't pretty. But you know, the first game of the post Dan Snyder era in the nation's capital, uh, mm. the Commanders fans—you could tell it. They were. Yes. The stadium was packed, um, and the vibes were good. Man, the vibes were good. They got the dub. Um. Turns out that the Cardinals waiting to announce their starting quarterback as as some sort of a competitive advantage um, Mm. was predictably as dumb as you could have possibly imagined. Um, They said on the broadcast, I was like, I almost had, if I had live TV, I think I would have rewound this to be like, did I really hear him say that? On the broadcast, they said that Joshua Dobbs, who started the game, Mm. despite having only joined the team two weeks ago, 
told the media that he's just glad that everyone has their name on the back of their jersey because he doesn't even know all all of his teammates' names yet, <laughs> much less the playbook. Wow. The commanders played from behind for most of the game um, until Sam Howell got himself a rushing touchdown early in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, and even then they damn near blew it uh, until Dobbs had his third fumble of the game. Um, this was this was another just really, really bad football game. Um, what, what is it about Sam Howell that makes me feel like he might be good? I don't know. He like passes the eye test for me for some reason. I I feel like Sam Howell. I'm not. I, I I feel the opposite. I feel like Sam Howell is basically the next Baker Mayfield. Wow. Like no, he man. he Keep plays with pocket presence is already better. He plays with a lot of heart. Um, he's super hyped and intense and into the game, obviously. Um. But I just don't – I don't know if his talent level is where it should be in order for him to be a starting quarterback. I don't know. I don't buy it. I'm not buying it. Oh, okay. Um, well, that'd, be good. that'd be something good to watch throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My my prediction is that he's he's the next Baker Mayfield. Okay. Mm. Um, All right. Then we got the uh, Texans-Ravens, finally. You picked the Ravens to win. You were right. I, I did. They – they didn't look like they wanted to win. Um, this uh, this new offense, fine tuned by my man, former Bulldog <laughs> Todd Munkin, had Lamar Jackson looking like dog shit. Um, this might is this one of Lamar Jackson's worst games? I mean, I don't know. Seventeen for twenty two hundred sixty nine yards, man, and everybody got so happy when uh, Odell Beckham made a catch. <laughs> <laughs> whatever i i mean they but won the game flowers that looks good man that did look good i mean they won the game thanks to a 15 point third quarter um but this was yeah. nearly a total disaster uh lamar also fumbled the ball twice because he yeah. continues to hold the ball like it's a loaf of bread the, the last one was so stupid like he was really holding the ball and he's like tapping himself on the chest like my bad like oh really is it yeah we know <laughs> yeah yeah, the Zay Flowers thing was great. Um, let's see, C.J. Stroud, I would say, was probably the best looking quarterback on the, on the day for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, it didn't translate to very many points, um, yeah. but but they trust him. They had him throw the ball forty four times. You can see that this kid has something. Um, yeah, yeah. The Ravens D was relentless mm. while the offense took time to get going. Uh, four sacks. They had a clowny sighting. Yep. Four sacks, five tackles for a loss. Uh, they held the Texans to only 72 total rushing yards. Patrick Queen was balling. My man, former Bulldog, Roquan Smith was balling. The whole defense just came out and did their damn job, giving the offense a, ch- a chance to wake up, just like in the Bengals game. But in this case, you know, it worked out for the Ravens. Um, I it, Yeah. I think that, that narrative of like, okay, new offense – is it going to take time for this to get, you know, to really be what we think it is? Um, I, I think that's true. I think it may take a couple of games for them to settle into yeah. this offense and figure it out. They also, sadly, poor J.K. Dobbins, this fucking guy. So many injury issues throughout the years. Hasn't played a lot of football. 
uh, leaves this game with an Achilles done for the year. Uh, guess that makes Gus Edwards their lead running back now. He did uh, go to the U, so it makes sense. Hmm. He had him a touchdown. Uh, then we had a, I don't know, man, like a surprise ass whooping. who picked this one Uh, um packers Uh, you you picked the packers you picked the packers to beat the bears you're not buying justin fields the bears okay the bears have not only not beaten i mean they have not beaten the packers since december 16th 2018 (laughs) Somebody said I saw something. Somebody wrote something on Twitter. It was like Aaron Rodgers um, owns Soldier Field, but now that he's gone, Jordan Love is out here Airbnb in it. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's pretty good. That's great. (laughs) Uh, But this was your shot, Bears. You 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 suffered the Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers era back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks, this was your chance to announce that this quasi-Green Bay ownership of your franchise was over, and all you did was confirm that you probably took the wrong quarterback. Bro, Justin Fields attempted 37 passes, man. I know. And completed 24 of them. Not and so he's, bad. No, but he. my problem with him is that he's exactly who we remember him from last year. His ability yeah. to ev- to evade pass rushers at times yeah. seems magical, right? There was at least one case in this game where I had to watch it like three times. I still didn't understand how he didn't get sacked. He truly has this handful of skill sets that qualify yeah. as elite. But if throwing the ball ain't one of them, yeah. you got problems. All for not, yeah. Um, yeah, because sometimes it's like, yeah, sometimes it's like, what what is he thinking? What is he doing? Yeah. He also threw a pick six to my man, former Bulldog Quay Walker. Just saying. <laughs> How uh, is this happening? How? <laughs> it was, I mean, I'm telling you, these Bulldogs were balling out oh, in week man. one. Jordan Love, on the other hand, looked like mm. he was worth the wait. He looks mm-hmm. like he was worth the wait. The dude was calm, he was clean. 15 yeah. for 27, 245 yards, three touchdown passes, no picks. He did a great job getting the ball to Aaron Jones out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, he appears to, unlike Aaron Rodgers, have a very real connection with Romeo Dobbs mm-hmm. with two touchdown catches in this game. I mean, this is... Watson this is, hurt? Watson did not play. Uh, I don't know what his injury is, but he, he didn't play. Um yeah. And, um, yeah, Bears fans, you, you might want to close your ears or fast forward a little bit uh, <laughs> on this part because I'm going to I'm gonna compare – this was all over the news yesterday – compare Aaron Rodgers' first start to Jordan Love's first start. 2008, uh-huh. Rodgers' first start as a Packer, 178 yards passing, two touchdowns and a win. Jordan Love's first start. 2023, 245 yards passing, three touchdowns and a win. Ooh. I'm sorry to say it, but it looks like the Packers' reign of terror is set to continue. Wow. We'll see, man. One, It's one. It's one game. True. We'll see. But uh, it was a uh, Watson's out with a hamstring injury, so probably be a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up is when my luck started to turn a little bit. I picked the Raiders to beat the Broncos. Um, 
This was another you game. It was their last victory of the year. <laughs> their only victory. Yeah, it might be the only game they win. This was another game between two teams that just looked like they weren't ready to play football. Yeah. Um, both teams swapped touchdowns on their first drives, and then the game just turned into a slog. Though yeah. um, no, I will say this. Sean Payton announcing his return to the NFL by trying to do an onside kick on the opening kickoff. Oh, yeah. That shit they was ballsy. As, if if it, homeboy it, didn't uh, hit it, and early. they and they should have gotten it. I mean, that was like that. I was here for that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, man. Um, both defenses um, stepped up because neither team could run the ball particularly well. Yeah. Um, it took a while for me to adjust to Josh Jacobs wearing the number eight. Did that look weird to you? That looked weird to me. <laughs> yes, yes. I was like, huh? I thought it was weird. <laughs> um. I would say the only thing that piqued my interest was was Jimmy G's apparent connection with Jacoby Myers. Yeah, but they 80, play together. Yeah, eighty-one yards, two touchdowns. I mean, yeah, it's like you, you you go into the game like everybody else, thinking it's going to be all about Devonte Adams, but it felt like every every other pass was Jimmy to Jacoby. It was like, damn. But were they? Is, uh, what, did Jacoby Myers make it to New England after Jimmy G left? I would imagine so. Oh, regard. You know what? They both know that offense because they both That's play true. under McDaniel's. That's, That's probably true. what it is. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's smart of McDaniel's to bring them in. In the end, somebody had to win <laughs> uh, because it ain't like Lovey Smith is out here. And when the Broncos punted the ball away to the Raiders with five minutes and change left on the clock, they probably thought they were going to get the ball back, but they didn't. The Raiders grounded and pounded the rock. Until the clock went down to double zeros, it was it, it yeah. wasn't pretty, but they they did what they needed to do in the end, and they got the dub. So yeah, man. So what are you so do? we go from probably one of the worst games of the week to the best game of the week. Who is the next game? Uh, Eagles Patriots. Oh, oh my bad, my bad. Was that was not the best game of the week. You you were getting <laughs> a bad. little little ahead I'm of yourself. Not, we're almost there, my boys. <laughs> we're almost there. Okay, okay, okay. Um, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Eagles beat the Patriots 25 to 20. Eagles win this one just barely. Um yeah. they got that 16 point lead. Uh and then the Patriots D stepped up because the the Eagles were out here struggling. Um Yo, my question is uh is there anything funnier than Mac Jones trying to make a tackle after he throws an interception? <laughs> yes, Philip Rivers trying to make a tackle yes. after well, he's out of the league. So Mac Jones is our new turtle tackler. Yeah. Like it's uh the the way he just like it's happened so many times too, man. It's like every pick six he ends up in some way being the last line of defense. <laughs> Which reminds me, I'm gonna go back a little bit. I gotta say the best hit of the week belongs to uh Justin Jefferson. Did you oh, see that hit when yeah, Kirk Cousins threw that pick and the guy didn't see Jefferson? Coming up yeah. behind, he just laid that Lights dude out. That was yeah. that was amazing. Um, anyway, back to this game. The Patriots, I think, on paper, flat out, like they outplayed the Eagles. Yeah. Um, and if it wasn't for this rookie, Kayshawn Booty, still thinking that he was in college, forgetting to put his second foot down at the end of the game there. Um, he got the no, Eagles, was a good defensive effort, too. Because the, guy, no, the guy's beat, but he pushes him. He tried to drag that toe. But he got pushed and he couldn't get down in time. 
I, that's not the way I saw it. I, I saw a guy who that guy was good, man. That was a smart play to push him with the rule changing a few years ago. It was really smart to just like make sure to push him, even though he he caught it. He's trying to drag his toe. Mm. Either way, it's very tough to recover when you throw a pick six right out of the gate yeah. to Darius Slay, uh, yeah. and then on the next drive, Zeke fumbles the ball away. Yeah, um, and then it's just that's nothing. Kenny but... Post pass. Yeah, Mac and Jones, then you, mm. and then you follow it up with just three and out punts. You know, for the majority of the of the first half. Um, but they had the Eagles right where they wanted them, turned them over yeah. on downs late in the fourth quarter. They're in the red zone. Um, and they just couldn't, they just couldn't punch it in. Hurts fumbled um, too. Yep. Yeah. I, I would say the, I, I would say that your prediction that the Patriots defense are gonna, are gonna, they're gonna make, it's gonna make that team a tough out week after week. Yeah, every week, um, man. I'm worried about them. We got them next week. Yeah. And the Eagles, yeah. I would say, yeah, I would say they struggled. Um, All right. Now we can move on to the game uh, of the week. <laughs> who, who picked that game? Uh, um, I'm pretty sure you you picked the Eagles to beat the Patriots. You were correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So what, and then next up, <laughs> beat the Chargers. I, I have I have nothing to I have nothing but reactions to say. Please tell me what 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 was your situation while you were watching this game? This was one uh, of the craziest shootouts I've seen in a long time. You guys must have been freaking out, man. And then they left at the half because they live uh, like forty five minutes away. Mm. So they were like, "We're gonna try to get home and watch the rest of it, uh, or watch it in the morning because they had to work." But I stayed up. Screaming in my apartment. I had, I had, once I saw Armstead was going to be out, I just figured two would be under fire the whole game. Mm. And somehow they found this guy, man. Uh, I think Lamb is his last name. I had never heard of him before yesterday. And he just didn't give up anything. And he was going against Joey Bosa. And they, they're just saying, they didn't even touch, no. they didn't even touch him. Not a they finger. Didn't touch him. They could, and Tua just clean all day. He left like it looked like he was starting the game. The only thing that got dirty was when he scrambled and slid. So maybe the side of his pants. <laughs> you know what I mean? They were, all that, all that off-season jujitsu training for nothing. They never even touched him. <laughs> well, hopefully it stays that way. But Tua, besides, he threw some. Uh, he, his belief in himself sometimes gets him in trouble. He threw sure. a bad pick. He tried to squeeze some in there. That uh, is just risky. But Tyreek Hill was the story, man. There's a new wrinkle to the Dolphins offense that you're going to start seeing people doing. But at the snap, Mm. Tyreek Hill or a player goes in motion from the slot towards the sidelines. And then like the motion begins and he's running full speed. And then he shoots up. You can't bump him. You can't do anything. But just react and try your best, and he would, and then he'll come inside. After doing that, you're done. You're done. They just—it's a new thing they they added, and it's on the perimeter too. So now, if you start watching that, they're back in the middle. It's like McDaniel's playing chess out there. I, I was uh, concerned because they couldn't stop the run, but I guess they wanted to keep Justin Herbert in check. And it turned out to be a fantastic game where it was so good that I didn't mind. I was like, you know what? If we lose, we lose. 
and then the kicker misses the extra point. <laughs> and then the defense uh, finally got kissed on the cheek by the prince, woke up, and then destroyed Herbert for like three plays in a row to end the game because he he had an intentional ground. It was like sack, intentional grounding, sack. You know, <laughs> it's like it was over. So thank goodness. Uh, so <clears throat> Tua goes 28 for 45, throws for 466 <laughs> yards and three touchdowns. Loved it. Tyreek Hill all by him damn self. 215 yeah. yards receiving and two touchdowns. I mean. That's almost Justin Herbert's numbers. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. Crazy. Uh, I mean, and also, like, I was really shocked by the Chargers. In a bit, like, I get that Tyreek Hill is fast, but at some point, don't you got to, don't you got to put, don't you got to double cover this man? Like, that's at what, what they point? Said on, uh, I was watching the, uh, the morning, uh, Good Morning Football. And then uh, Kyle Brandt was like, you get to 150. Okay, you yeah. got your 150. We're not letting you score. It's like, it's like, it's like basketball. Yeah. You get 50 points. Okay, everybody else is going to have to beat us because you're not going to beat us. It's like it never happened. But it's crazy. defensive genius that knows Sean McVay. I mean, they just it, – it was crazy. It was it was an insane, entertaining football game. Yeah. Um and they were, and, and, and I think it might be that these defense, these offenses see these defenses every day in practice. It's the same schemes that right. both of our teams run. So maybe the offenses were like, oh, oh, we see, oh, we know what's happening here. Maybe that's why it was such a shootout. But mm. it was fun, man. It was just stressful too. What was that? Um, what was that stat about the Chargers? How many points have they scored mm. in their last three games? Ninety-two points in the last three games. How many games? How many? How many times have they won those three games? Zero. Zero for three. Last three They're, games, three losses, ninety-two <laughs> points. Averaging damn near thirty points a game. It's insane. I mean, yeah. Defensive coach. Same old Chargers. Yeah, man. Chargers are gonna charge it. They chargered. Then we got the uh, Rams and Seahawks in what I would consider a big time upset. Absolutely. Um, you picked the Seahawks to win this game. Yeah, dude. It, full disclosure, I would have done the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I did not see the Rams hanging thirty points on the Seahawks. Uh, I think you look at the. Um, Remember when you were trying to tell me the Seahawks were going to win a division? <laughs> I I did tell you that, uh, but I did not know. I I, I got to be honest. I like everybody else in the rest of the world had never heard of Puka Nakua. Who the oh, fuck? No. Who the fuck is Puka Nakua? This guy basically <laughs> slotted in and became Cooper Cup, like with a snap yeah. of fingers. The guy was everywhere. Him and Tutu Atwell. Tutu was Atwell like, too, man. Yeah. I, I. But the team comparison stats. This to me was quite hilarious. Rams versus Seahawks. First downs. Twenty-seven to thirteen. Rams. Total plays. Seventy-eight to forty-six. Rams. Damn. Total yards four hundred twenty-six to one eighty to the Rams. Total Damn. time of pos- total time of possession forty minutes for the Rams. Twenty <laughs> minutes for the Seahawks. Number of total drives dead even at nine apiece. Wow. The Seahawks did not have a single first down in the second half. What the fuck happened here? <laughs> 
What I'm, happened? I'm looking at the I'm looking at the punts. The Seahawks punted four times. And the and the uh, <laughs> and the Rams punted once. <laughs> and this clip, this clip that's going around of Geno Smith dropping back the pass and throwing the ball right before Aaron Donald is getting ready to put him on his oh, ass. Yeah. And oh you can God. hear him. Oh my God. <laughs> That's great. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> oh my great. God. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so yeah, uh, now I don't know, man. I don't know about the Seahawks, bro. You're not supposed to lose like that at home. We didn't mention that yeah. part. Yep. Which the one of the few teams that still has a home field advantage with that, with the way the stadium is built. Another yeah. home ass whooping was oh, the my- uh, Giants versus the. Is that the next game? Am I wrong? Yep. Yep. It is. It's Giants uh, versus Cowboys. I picked the Cowboys to beat the Giants, and they did convincingly. Yeah. This uh, you talked is- about streaks, bro. Mm-hmm. You talked about the Bears owning. Yep. The. Uh, or the Packers owning the, the Bears. I mean, yeah. the Packers owning the Bears. And. I didn't notice until I was watching that game that this is the 13th victory in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I believe they said 13 in a row or 14th, unless, you know, if that was, they're trying to break the streak. I don't know. But it might have been the 13th. I don't know. Either way, God damn. <laughs> it's got to be the the longest streak. It's got to be. But, yeah, it was, it was it was bad, and it wasn't because of anything except for as we predicted before the season started, Dallas doesn't need to do much. Their defense is phenomenal. They it's had crazy. Two, two touchdowns by this defense. Michael Parsons, he's insanely good, man. He was yeah, yeah. It's it's in, he's the best defensive player in the league, and it's, it's seven it's sacks to watch him. Seven sacks, five forced fumbles, two picks, and a blocked field goal that they scooped up and took to the house. Mm. No Igbenogany. Former Dolphin, yeah. man. Yeah, he, he picked that up. He, they did, the offense didn't even need to score a single point, and they win this no. game. To me, I, I woke up when I saw the score. I thought to myself, we could start a new sort of uh, segment. The the wide-open can of whoop-ass of the week. <laughs> Brought to you by Brisket and Friends, of course. Honestly. Yeah, I like it. It could be the Brisket and, the looks- and Friends baked beans of the week. <laughs> And all those close-ups on the on the Giants players' faces, on the yeah. Giants fans' Dejected. faces, yeah. Yeah. like it's the day, it's New York. Mm-hmm. You, all this preseason hype about yeah. how good the Giants were last year. Daniel Jones got paid. They brought Ooh. in Darren Waller. They still got Saquon. Like I, they, a lot of hope. A lot of like you know maybe feeling a little disrespected because everyone's paying attention to the Jets because of the hard knocks thing, and the Giants come in and lay an absolute egg. I mean, it was it, nothing went right. Nothing. Daniel Jones with 104 yards. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, the only solace that I could offer to Giants fans is that. It's week one. It can't possibly get worse than this. Like, if no, you're going to get gonna beat be, this yeah. bad, get beat in week one. You know what yeah. I mean? Damn. And then just move on. Yeah. Uh, then the final game, it's a little sadness involved here. But the, oh my God. Uh, the Jets got to play the Bills. Uh, you picked this game, right? Uh, no. No, I you, picked it. 
You picked the Bills to beat the Jets. Yeah, I picked the Bills to beat the Jets like everybody did. We thought it was going to be different uh, type of game, but with an outcome of the Bills winning. But the Jets pulled it out. Have you seen it, or did you just watch highlights or something? I watched the game in 40 this morning when I woke up. Okay. Oh, my God. Four plays into Aaron Rodgers' yeah. uh, season with the Jets. He goes down yeah. with what they're saying is probably an Achilles injury. Um, yeah. That means you got Zach Wilson for the rest of the way. I It completely changes the way I think about the Jets for the rest yeah. of the season, completely, uh, I mean, despite having should, won this game. Yeah, they won the game, but they definitely should have lost if it weren't for Josh Allen – I don't know, woke up on the wrong side of the bed, has a thing for the safety that he keeps throwing the ball to. I don't know. Something was wrong <laughs> with Josh Allen, and he couldn't get out of the way to let the team win the game. That's all three, they had to do was just score. Three interceptions Josh Allen threw to the same guy, Jordan Whitehead. Yeah. Um, he Josh Allen was 29 for 41, 236 yards, one touchdown, three picks. And the first two picks were like punts. Yeah. Like typical Josh Allen. Like yeah. I got it just throwing it up there. He did it thinking, again that didn't get picked off though. It's, it's like, almost like he it, it's like he thinks he has Tyreek Hill. <laughs> I I don't think there's any other like that's one of the like no knock against Tua, but it, it must be so nice to be able to just to just loft a a rainbow pass like that. And just yeah. know that if you have Tyreek Hill, he's probably going to figure out a way to get under it. But yeah. Josh Allen doesn't have that. Um, he had a terrible game. Yeah, Absolutely dreadful. And the team was playing well. The defense was playing well. The Jets were just trying to like just run it and like, grind our way to some field goals. That seemed to be their strategy. Uh, and then Wilson had an amazing touchdown catch. That, uh, that was crazy. Because uh, Zach Wilson – through uh what's is a is that guy's name what's his name the receiver is it wilson yeah wilson. garrett wilson. wilson to wilson yeah garrett wilson, to wilson. Like, wilson had to make sure that was right uh wilson gets the bad pass from zach wilson throws an right. inside fade or whatever that was taps it to himself to catch it and uh that's basically what won the game that was but the game goes to overtime Game goes to overtime. It's like, okay, despite the four turnovers, they'll figure it out and they'll win this game. And they get stopped, have to punt. And the guy who was the last person, according to Hard Knocks, the last person to make the team gets the punt. Xavier, Xavier Gibson, undrafted yeah. receiver who comes into camp, wins a spot on the roster. Yeah, shifty as hell. Uh, takes this punt all the way to the house for the Jets to get their first victory of the year. So, you over know, Buffalo, it's like a over, big, big win. Yeah, it's such a big deal. But it's but I leave this game with such mixed feelings. You know what I mean? It's like you feel happy for them mm-hmm. um, that all of this preseason hype paid off in a victory. But at the same time, I feel like losing Aaron Rodgers spells doom for them oh yeah i mean the way it looked like zach wilson looked bad man he he got it together later but it's still like we know what we have it feels like he is what we thought 
And he needed to sit down and watch Rodgers, kind of like Jordan Love did. He might have needed that more than we (laughs) – he definitely didn't need to have to go in there and be the face of the franchise. The other surprising thing that you could say on a positive note, you know, I came into this game assuming that Dalvin Cook was going to be the main running back Mm. for the Jets. Uh, And it seemed like because Brees Hall is coming off the ACL from last year – that they were going to ease him back into the lineup. But this kid had 10 carries for 127 yards. He was unstoppable. He was, he was as good. He was as good as as we remember him from last year. He's, he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They were gouging him, man. That was like, uh, I left, I left there a little concern for Buffalo. The, another, the most concerning thing is this guy keeps throwing these picks. Why is he, you're playing the jets. You know, they don't have, you know they don't have their guy, uh, Aaron Rodgers. You know their offense is going to suffer from that. Why is he throwing the ball forty-one times? I, I don't know. Yeah, <clears throat> and based on what I saw, they still continue to like. It's like they haven't watched the tape. Like they went out and drafted my man, former Bulldog James Cook, but I feel like they never actually watched the tape because they don't understand. Like you got to get this guy out on the edge. Yeah, you got to you got to throw him screen passes in space and just let him go. Like he's he ran the trying ball to, 16 times, bro. They're trying to run him up the middle. Like he's, you know, like he's Derrick Henry or something. It's like, no, he's, he's a smaller running back. He's shifty. You, you got to get him out in space. You just do. I'd like to see some outside zone from the re from the shotgun. Even, you know what I mean? Mm. Stretch it out. Some, if he's a perimeter runner, I don't know yeah. what I don't know, man. I feel like is Josh Allen changing the plays? <laughs> the fact that they only have sixteen run attempts in a game like this, or maybe they mm. just felt like they can't run on this defense. I don't know. But, I mean, full credit to the Jets defense; they played a great game. Yeah, they um, did. Quinn but at the Williams, same time, Quinn Williams is he's a game wrecker. I had very real concerns about the Bills going into this season, and I feel like. Josh Allen is is trying to prove me right. Um, yeah. 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 I feel good as a Dolphins uh, fan. I'm a little mad I let you talk me into the Bills in our division bet. I'm mad too, man. I wish I could go back and change it. Yeah. And I was, you know, well, we'll see. All right. So uh, so that's all the games. Uh, we could do our superlatives and then we can get on out of here, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're going to do our uh, superlatives brought to you by Brisket and Friends. <laughs> Best barbecue this side of all the water in Sweden. <laughs> I love it. What you got uh, for your real MVP? I could have gone to her, Tyreek, but I figured that you were going to do that. What? So, so I think I'll add an extra layer of homerism. I decided to go with my man, current Falcon, <laughs> Jesse Bates, the third. I cannot remember the last time I could mm. say that a defensive player is the reason why the Atlanta Falcons won a football game. He led mm. the team in total tackles. He caused a fumble that was scooped up by my man, former bulldog, Lorenzo Carter. He had not <laughs> one, but two motherfucking interceptions. And every time, every time JB three turned him over, the offense was able to go down the field and put up points. 17 of our 24 points coming as a direct result from JB3 putting the ball back in our hands made the difference in this game. So, Jesse Bates the third, you are my real MVP, baby. You're the real MVP. Yeah. 
Well, before the season started, Tyreek Hill said he's coming for 2,000 yards. It's never been done before. The record is still held by uh, Calvin Johnson. It's 19-something. And uh, everybody knows that Tyreek Hill said that, and everybody makes him their number one target. They want to stop this guy from being the one to beat him. But for some reason, not today, <laughs> not on the Chargers defense. And Tyreek Hill puts up on 11 catches, 215 yards, two touchdowns, uh, one backflip. I don't know, man. The dude is amazing. <laughs> what's the, what's he's the, like, the, what's up? What's the record? Uh, it's 1900 and something. Mm. I believe I could look it up, but, uh, he's, uh, current, he's, He's he's currently on pace for three thousand six hundred fifty five yards. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, if you let him put up two hundred fifteen a week, uh, yeah, he's currently on pace for three thousand six hundred fifty five. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> but uh, talk about uh, a week one overreaction. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? He's gonna he's gonna get it. The record is nineteen sixty four by Calvin Johnson. Hmm. And uh, the closest was Cooper Cup in uh, 2021 with 1947. So he mm. almost got it, man. I remember when he went nuts that year. Yeah. But, yeah, Tyreek uh, went nuts. Uh, he was getting some good passes from Tua, but he seemed so open. This new uh, wrinkle in the offense, nobody's ready for it. I'm glad they unleashed it because it seemed like this was the week they needed to. And Tyreek got to show off what he can do. And I'm glad that he got touchdowns because a lot of times he gets a bunch of yards and then somebody else scores because – he gets tackled, or it's hard to you can't overthrow him. So it's almost like everything's an underthrow because he's so damn fast. And uh, he actually got the touchdowns. So uh, mm. this week, Tyreek Hill, you the real MVP. Amazing. Uh, I could do my uh, trash if you wanna. If you wanna Sh- wait, or sure. if you wanna jump in. All right. <clears throat> I went to bed last night with my Joe Burrow trash decision decided. I didn't mm. think that would change because how could anyone perform worse than Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow was 14 for 31, 82 yards and a 52.2 quarterback rating. He didn't have the game you'd expect from the highest paid player in the NFL. He didn't have any touchdowns at all, but he also didn't have any interceptions, which brings me to my trash. (laughs) Josh Allen is in every media's pundit media pundits, top five. Every goddamn time I turn on the TV, I see Josh Allen in a commercial. I call the guy Fool's Gold years ago. Mm-hmm. And then every now and then he drops a dud of a game, making me feel like I might have been right, even though I know I'm not right. <clears throat> and Monday night was one of those games. I thought it was jitters when he threw that first pick. Everything was all weird in the building when Rodgers got carted off from the blue tent. So maybe it was that. Both teams were in a funk. But you're top five, Josh. Bounce back. But Josh didn't bounce back, did he? He threw the ball to Jordan Whitehead again. Zach Wilson was being himself, so they stayed in it. Josh would be okay, right? No, he wasn't. He threw the ball to Jordan Whitehead for a third time. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> the Jets were still reeling, so they couldn't really pull away. All the Bills needed was to get one last scare, score and steal this victory and regroup. Maybe don't throw it, Josh. You're a dual threat. Just run it. He called his own number as he does, despite Cook having a pretty decent game whenever he, they actually gave him the ball. He took his eyes off the snap, probably looking for Jordan Whitehead so he could throw it to him. And it hit him in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> he got a good bounce, picked it up. 
And then he ran into his own lineman, fumbled the ball for his fourth turnover of the game. Wow. It was enough to keep the Jets in the game. Redemption was not attained in overtime. The upset was official. And the only one to blame was one, Josh Allen. Your comment about him wanting to be the hero made me look at his play completely differently. And it seemed that that is his problem. And that's why this week, Josh Allen, you are trash. Wow, that was thorough. Yeah. That was a thorough undressing. I love it. <clears throat> um, for my trash, I decided to go with the entire Cincinnati Bengals team. Mm. Mm. Uh, O-line was dreadful. They only had 76 total rushing yards. Burrow, 14 for 31, 82 yards, no touchdowns. Not a great look after getting the bag. Jamar Chase, mm. 39 yards receiving. T. Higgins, eight targets, zero catches. Obviously, Oof. zero yards. Um, and they got beat by a very average to below average Cleveland Browns. The, yep. As I said before, the Browns, D, they, they did their job. They, they, gave, they gave them a chance. The game was there for the taking. Deshaun Watson looked like shit. I just kept thinking the Bengals would adjust, but they didn't. Um, and this is, this is not acceptable, in my opinion, for a team – that is thinks that they're going to walk around and start talking shit. You know, mm-hmm. last year they fucked up with the Burrowhead thing. And this game, Jamar Chase was making fun of the fact that the Browns have this elf logo. Oh, yeah. And it's like, just shut the fuck up and play football. Okay. You, you yeah. know, you ain't been good for that long. So, mm. you know, show up. Yep. Bengals are my trash this week. You are trash. Shit got learned. Should I do it or you want to go? Uh, You go ahead. All right. I learned mm. that the hottest seat, the hottest coach's seat in the NFL needs to be, without a doubt, Brandon Staley's seat. Mm. This guy has got to really get his shit together. Now, maybe Miami was the perfect team to exploit his defense considering they had played – and fairly recently, and unveiled a new wrinkle in the offense and faced that style of defense and practice every day, then it would be understandable. But there's this alarming statistic that you brought up earlier. The Chargers have scored 92 points in their last three games, and that's Oof. a lot of points. And in those games, they're 0 and 3. Damn. Brandon Staley is supposed to be a defensive coach, he has a really good defense roster. 92 points should be more than enough to win those games. I'm sure the owners are aware of that stat. One of mm-hmm. the hottest OCs in the game are on the Chargers staff. They have a the quarterback of their future. They probably have advisors that told them to fire Staley after the Jaguars debacle, who are now sending I told you so text messages to them. Mm. Tennessee, Minnesota, and Vegas are coming up before a really early week five bye week. That seat is on fire right now wow that's my shit that got learned interesting um my shit got learned let's see besides learning that the falcons are going to win the 2023 super bowl my shit got learned is something i actually already (laughs) knew which is that week one of the nfl calendar is it's a joke yeah it's it's easy to look at these results and start forming opinions and hot takes but in reality week one is rarely predictive of anything i think i said this last year too Mm -hmm. i I, you know 
And the real question is, how, how do I know this? History is the answer. <laughs> okay. Week one, 2022, the Bears beat the 49ers 19 to 10. Justin Fields was electric. He had announced himself to the league as a unique mm-hmm. quarterback talent, a one of one who was about to take over the league. The Bears went on to win exactly two more games for the rest of the year. <laughs> 2021, Saints. Boat raced the Packers 38-3 in what was one of mm-hmm. Rodgers' worst games his entire career, many claiming the Aaron Rodgers era to be dead, or at the very least, on life support. What does he do? He goes on to win back-to-back MVP. 2020, Gardner Minshew led Jaguars, beat the Phillip Rivers Colts 27-20. Minshew mania gripped the nation. Everyone was yep. talking about this mustached magician under center. You know how many games they won for the rest of the season? Zero. Whoa. Not a single one. They went one in 15 that year. So everybody just needs to relax, bro. Week one means nothing. Chin up Bengals fans. You'll get them next time. Steelers fans, Seahawks fans. It's all good. Literally anything could happen from this moment moving forward. Anything. It's true. Unless you're a Giants fan because you guys appear to be completely fucked. I'm sorry. But <laughs> Nice. Who's your scariest AFC team? Scariest AFC team. I mean, it's easy. Stoffins. Yeah, I got it. I mean, one-two punch of Hill and Waddle. The way they started the game, uh, coming out on top of a shootout like that, Tua throwing for all those yards, Tyreek going nuclear. They left points on the table, too, because they had the botch snap and they had the pick in the red zone. Like when you ever put up a forty burger, when you have one of those receivers where everybody knows the ball is coming to him, but you still can't stop him, it's sort of like Kansas City when Kelsey's on the field. You know who he's yeah. going to throw it to. Yeah. You know exactly who he's going to throw it to. Or Gronk, but ain't when stop Gronk it. was out there. Yeah, Gronk was the same. Uh, yeah. Dolphins are terrifying. Yeah. Uh, NFC scariest team. As much as I hate to say it, there's only one answer. It's the 49ers. It is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wanted them to suck so bad, but they they look like a well-oiled machine. They really do. They look like yeah. they're getting ready to just pile drive through that conference. Yeah, man. Um, I'm just saying, it's the first week. I know that doesn't mean much, but the scariest AFC team, scariest NFC team happens to be my Super Bowl pick. Just throwing mm. it out there. I will say this. There were some things going on in the fourth quarter of that 49ers game that had me like Kyle Shanahan playing oh. Christian McCaffrey in the fourth yeah, quarter. Yeah, yeah. When yeah, you're up it, 30 bro. to whatever, it's like, mm. are you trying to fuck this up? What is wrong with yeah. you? Um, Fine. It went okay. But I, yeah, I'm i telling I you, that's, that. that's the shit that gets me when he does that the stuff. Gambler, yeah. All right, and uh, we'll wrap this up with uh, putting some spec on somebody's name. Uh, I want to start it off by saying, put some spec on White Geno and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> thought they'd be a bottom five team with a lame duck coach and a pariah quarterback, but they gave the Vikings a fight and pulled out the big win. They have the Bears next week, and that could start up a little bit of momentum early in the season. So uh, put some spec on it. On the white Geno and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Nice. I'm going to go with Sean McVay. Mm. Oh, he has spec, man. 
How many coaches are hired just because of him? <laughs> yeah, but the whole offseason, everyone in the NFL That's media true. landscape has been dunking on McVay and the Rams. That's they so true. said they said that my man, former Bulldog Matthew Stafford, was washed. They said the mm-hmm. roster was trash. They said mm-hmm. outside of Cooper Cup, who the hell are they going to throw the ball to? And that's when Oof. McVay rolled out in week one and showed that Shanahan and Andy Reid are not the only coaches in the league that can do this shit without those household names. Hold mm. my motherfucking beer and watch me dial up 119 yards receiving to Tutu Atwell and my new one of my new favorite names in the NFL, Puka Nakua. Not impressed? Okay. How about two rushing touchdowns for rookie fifth-round running back uh, Kieran Williams out of Notre Dame? And mm. all of this while holding the Seahawks to only 13 points in the first half and zero motherfucking points in the second half. This performance mm. might be some week one fairy dust type shit. I have no idea. But based on this performance, there is a lot of crow going around because there is a ton of people who need to put some spec on Sean McVay's name. Ooh. Well said, man. Hmm. Well said. I was taking the respect for granted, but you're right. They were doubting this man. Completely. Yeah. Well, man, we did it, man. The first week is in the books, and we've uh, talked about it. And next time we talk, we're going to be talking about week two, man. It's gone, man. Football season is here, bro. I love it. Just keep it coming. Just mainline it. (laughs) Thank you all for checking this uh, episode out. It's been fun. It's been Jonathan Rollins. And Skip Misara. With SvenFL. We'll catch y'all later. Peace. Later, y'all. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.